on the show today we're talking 401 weekend Raptors 2 and 0 Indians make changes Harden might play Irving takes a step back in college football title games this is the draining Jimmy's podcast <laughs> Lost the cover on the show today. Well, let's kick it off with my NFL weekend four and one, which brings me to a total of fifty and twenty on the season. So, what happened this weekend in the NFL, especially with my picks? Colts got the W. Saints came out with a loss. Chiefs with the W. Seattle and Cowboys also got W's as well. Now, we'll talk about the Colts, 44-27. to I was very happy with my team getting the W, uh, especially with the way they've been playing the last couple weeks. Four wins out of the last five, but you know what? It was a close game in the first half, and then the Colts blew it open. Shout out to JT, Jonathan Taylor, with the big uh, yards on the ground, two TDs as well, and the Colts' defense just showed up. One thing that I was disappointed with, with the Indianapolis Colts, not getting to the quarterback. Uh, Shout out to David Carr, who can get the ball out quickly and just sling the rock. And he he showed that very well. And I was very impressed with with how he was playing. And somehow our Colts can just not get a sack. He was able to get the ball out quick. It it was very good. So Colts with the W. Uh, Dallas Cowboys with their W, uh, 30 to t- 30 to 7 over the Bengals. Listen, I stated the Bengals were not going to be good, especially with Joe Burrow. I was hoping to see, you know, Burrow versus Dalton, but with him being out for the year due to the injury, it, it, it's tough. But when you're looking at this NFC team, listen, it wasn't screaming. Uh, Elliott, over not even over 50 yards for the game you know Dalton just did enough to help win but you know it's a W is a W but Dallas with the win Chiefs and the Dolphins like I stated on Saturday this was gonna be a lot closer game than expected didn't expect this to be a blowout and guess what I was right 33-27 was the score for uh, the Chiefs W but Let's look at Mahomes. The Chiefs or the Dolphins defense got to him. The Dolphins defense slowed down somewhat of the Chiefs offense. Uh, Edwards Hilaire, only 32 yards, but Mahomes still put up just almost 400 yards in the air. Two, D, two TDs, but he threw three picks. Three. He only had two coming into this game, and that was thrown to the same team in two separate games. Two separate. But you cannot hate on what this team has done. Listen, you have Travis Kelsey, you have Tyreek Hill, just putting up numbers and just not quitting. And you know what? Travis Kelsey is one of the best tight ends in the game. And well, sorry, 
he is the best tight end in the game. He's definitely being one of the best receivers as well when you look at it, especially with the stats at the end of the day. But like I stated on Saturday, this was going to be a lot closer game than expected. And we saw that here. Uh, Chiefs just squeaking by with their W. So shout out to the Chiefs. Uh, Seahawks and Jets. Oh, well. Uh, Seahawks with an easy W, 40-3. to I don't know what they're expecting with this team. The Jets are not that good. Not that good at all. Listen, Sam Darnold, like just over 50% passing. No TDs, no passes. Just over 132 yards. It's not good. This Jets team is not very good, and Sam Darnold cannot do much. And when we're looking here, you know, Wilson only missed six passes, threw a pick. He threw a pick against the Jets, which is kind of concerning, but he also had four TDs to make it up. And he also had Geno Smith, the former West Virginia quarterback, coming in and getting some. Only threw 33 yards, but he got some time. He got some moments. And then now we're going to bring it to the Eagles and the Saints. Well, no Drew Brees for this game. There was talks that he could return, but you know what? Shout out to Philadelphia Eagles for getting the W, pulling the upset. Jalen Hurts gets the W, so he gets the first win, and I'm very happy about that. I thought the Saints were going to roll over. I thought Taysom Hill and this offense were going to show some magic, but it did not look like the regular Saints offense. Eagles got off to a quick start. They were up 17-0 like that, and... Then the rest of the game, you know, the Saints were making a comeback, but they they were two down. They were two they were down too deep to make a comeback. So shout out to Jalen Hurts. His stats weren't popping. Well, he had some decent stats. Listen, his passing game wasn't popping. 17 for 30, 167 yards, but he had a TD, no picks, and he wasn't sacked. But his legs. That's the one thing he did well when he was at Oklahoma, and he did that well on Sunday. 106 yards on the ground, 18 carries. So uh, I, I think the Saints have found their quarterback. Or not the Saints, the Eagles have found their quarterback. Uh, Taysom Hill could be the quarterback for the Saints down the road. Who knows? But, you know, it was a good game. It was good for the Eagles, not if you're a Saints fan. But, hey. Uh, good movement on the ball. You know, we'll see what they can do next week. So when you're looking at the Eagles schedule next week, let me just pull that up here as I'm going through my information. <clears throat> but we didn't see much from what the Saints were doing in regards to, you know, Taysom Hill using him almost like a fullback slash running back to run the ball. He only had 30 yards, but you expected more. So the Eagles update are playing the Cardinals next week. So we will see what happens. That's going to be interesting next week. You know, you have two running quarterbacks, but is this offense good enough to compete with the Cardinals? Not really. Not really when you're looking at it. But it's going to be interesting coming the next couple of weeks. So if we're looking at the, stand, at the standings right now, especially for the NFC East. So let's look at the terrible NFC East. Washington's still leading. The division six and seven. Giants had the W had the loss yesterday. Eagles and Cowboys for, first got their wins, but let's be honest. I didn't project Washington to get this division, but I don't think they're going to, especially with Alex Smith potentially being hurt. So it's going to be 
iffy on how this team progresses. It's still up in the air on who's winning. It is. It really, really is. Giants play the Browns next week. Like I stated, Eagles play uh, uh, the Cardinals. 49ers and Cowboys next week. And then Washington, they have the Seahawks. Um, I don't know. I mean, someone's someone's coming out of this division either 500 or worse. That's what it's looking like for this team. But that's football. That's the way it is. It's not the first time we've seen uh, a losing record coming into the NFL. It's not the first time I'm going to be seeing a losing team with a sorry a team with a losing record win a playoff game either. We saw the Seahawks do it against the Saints. Guess what? Marshawn Lynch went to town and he won that with the huge run. But you know. We've seen crazier things happen in the NFL. We have. Uh, moving on to baseball now. Uh, Cleveland Indians, there's updates. Now they're changing their name. Uh, not this season, but probably looking at the following season. They'll no longer be the Indians. Uh, so that's coming. That, that's been expected. Um, as you know, for years, the Redskins uh, were being pushed to change the name. They did that this past season, and the Indians are doing so as well. So good on both organizations for moving forward with this, to move forward with the times. Now, I know everyone's going to be going on about, you know, the Blackhawks. Well, the Blackhawks are actually named after someone in respect, so you don't see them making any changes, and they've announced that the name is not going to be changed, but they've made announcements in the paper about, you know, fans wearing the headdress. So that's what we're seeing now. It's a sign of change, which is a good thing. If, if you're not happy with it, that's your problem. I'm okay with the signs of change. That means we're showing progress. That is the way the world is. And shout out to them on making progress. Wow, I don't know why that's a tough word to say. It shouldn't be, but apparently I'm struggling saying that word, progress. There we go. Oh, man, sometimes I just go all out or go all over the place sometimes on this podcast. Uh, moving over to... James Harden. Uh, Harden will be playing uh, in the next game. Still asking for a trade, though. Apparently, he's not too happy with John Wall as his teammate or with the organization. P.J. Tucker has come out and said his concerns as well. So we will see what will happen with this team come this week. Uh, Kyrie Irving took a step back with his comments that he's made in the last couple weeks calling media people pawns, and then also talking about his comments in regards to not thinking that Steve Nash was a coach. So he's taken the step back. Nash has come forward to talk about how great he's been, how he's been a leader on the court, and showing what he's been doing at practice. I I think Nash maybe got into his ear a little bit. Maybe say, hey, maybe you shouldn't be saying this. Maybe you should not be going down this direction. Because, listen, I've stated this before about the Brooklyn Nets. Talent-wise, they could win the East in a landslide. It's the truth. They're, they're going to be better than Milwaukee talent-wise. But realistically, mentally, they are not going to be that team out of the East. I've said that before. We've seen what Durant's like. We've seen what Kyrie's like. My question is, can Nash control them? We will see. We will see how the season goes. We're only past game two of the preseason here, folks. It's not like the season started. 72 games is a long season. Yes, I know it's not the typical 82, but it's still long. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens this season. It will be. And we'll see what Nash can do to control this team. 
moving over from basketball to, well, still in basketball, but the Toronto Raptors. Raptors are 2-0 in their preseason, two wins against Charlotte. So far, I've been impressed with a few things. Uh, Baines and Len, I'm okay with right now. Not getting too much, not too much protection around the paint with the rebounds. Both with about an average of three rebounds per game. I'm not too excited about that. The one thing that's always been an issue with the Raptors is his rebounding, especially uh, when you're in your own zone and trying to get offensive rebounds too. So we will see how that goes. Baines has shot a shot of three. They've shown good. They've shown good defense. My concern is always going to be rebounding. Um, Raptors came out with 111 and 100 on Saturday, winning 112, 109 today. Um, Malachi Flynn, phenomenal, looking superb, looking like that he's already been a vet on this team for a couple years, but he moves the ball well. Like I stated when they drafted him. Same with Jalen Harris. They're looking for players that have played at least four years because that's helping with their development and hopefully try to get them to transition into the game. But Malachi Flynn, looking like the standout so far. 17 points tonight. He looked very good. He had double-digit points on the weekend as well. So, you know, we're seeing positive things from him today, and he was moving the ball very well. Chris Boucher looks like he showed up very well too. The center position is going to be interesting. So technically, you have Boucher, you have Len and Baines as your three centers. It's going to be interesting to see how Nick Nurse works this rotation. Um, but Baines and Len, not so much in regards to what the season has been doing. So uh, we will see what's going to happen. It's only preseason, like I stated. Preseason, we're here to see what the bugs do. Um, I'll make an assessment probably 10 games in saying, all right, so this is where the Raptors are. But I will be making my assessment on where everyone will be as well. Uh, don't forget, I did announce on this past Saturday who my 10 players were that I was looking forward to watching uh, this past weekend or this season. So I am looking forward to that as well. So just to recap those 10 players, uh, Greek Freak, Devin Booker, Dame Lillard, uh, Pascal Siakam, Jimmy Butler, Zion Williamson, Trey Young, Jamal Murray, Steph Curry, and Luka Doncic. So those are the guys that I'm looking forward to seeing. Um, number three draft pick, LaMelo Ball. Uh, he looked okay today. Uh, he didn't look... He looked okay on Saturday, too. Saturday, he came out with an egg on his shoulders. Um, especially when you look at what he did. Uh, 11 points, uh, sorry, 11 rebounds, or sorry, 10 rebounds on Saturday, 4 assists. Today, 12 points, 3-2, and two. so, yeah, he didn't really look like the number 3 overall pick, but he's going to have to make an impact on the floor. That's what we're going to need to see from the Ball family, but, you know, Malachi Flynn looks like the better player on the court than he did against, or against the Mellow Ball. Uh, back, like I said, I'm going to go back to the Raptors. I just talked about Malachi Flynn from the Raptors. Uh, the center's always going to be the concern. Uh, they have enough pieces with our guards. Our forwards look well. Uh, Siakam can probably start picking up a little bit more. OG looked a little quiet. It, it is what it is. It's preseason, so maybe they're just taking a step back. They do have a final preseason game Saturday against Miami, so that will be an interesting one um, just because... That's going to be probably a full-blown 
uh, full roster. We'll see where we are, where we're, where we're going to match up. And it's going to be interesting to see what the what they do against the Eastern Conference champs on Saturday, on Friday. Like I stated, it's only preseason, so we don't really know what Miami's going to do. We'll be seeing Miami a couple times during the season, or a few times, sorry, during the season. So we'll see how it matches up there. But this will be an interesting test for a preseason game where you're going to see probably 100% of the rosters. Now, will Kyle Lowry be playing this week? Uh, we do not know. As of right now, he's out for the two games, so we might see him this Friday. Uh, but I'll update you on Wednesday or maybe even later on in the week in regards to Kyle Lowry playing. But it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, so far, I'm liking what I've seen from the Raptors. Fred looks good. Uh, Malachi looks good. Uh, Matt Thomas looked good on the weekend. He looked okay today. You know, Terrence Stevens uh, off and on. So it's going to be an interesting season for the Raptors. That's what I'm going to be saying. Uh, Saturday, sorry, yeah, next Monday I will be going over my predictions for the rankings on where who is going to be and what. Um, I'm going to be working on that a lot. Uh, so don't forget as well updates uh, before I go to my final segment, uh, which will be covering the NCAA title games, which are happening this week. Uh, no more Friday episodes. Uh, last Friday, the 11th, was my final episode. So I'll be combining my Fridays and Saturday episodes uh, together. Like Friday, we just felt like a little bit of a filler, but uh, looking forward to that as well. So uh, Friday, or sorry, Saturday, uh, I'll be doing my top 10, my picks, and then recapping, uh, you know, Thursday Night Football. Uh, also, Saturday update, we have two NFL games going on, so I'll discuss those on Saturday as well, depending on what time I air the podcast. So, uh, but this weekend, moving over, because I've given that little update as well, and i got one more update for the show later on too. So, uh, this weekend is title game weekend, uh, which means, you know, all the Power Fives, or well, actually all conferences are doing their title games, uh, but the Power Five, which is what the world and the BCS and the college football playoffs care about. The Power Five Conference title games are happening this weekend. So for the ACC, you got Clemson versus Notre Dame. Pac-12 was supposed to be Washington versus USC, but Washington is having COVID issues, like many other college teams, so they will not have enough to feel the team. So Oregon will be taking place of Washington, so Oregon versus USC. USC, who is now 5-0. By the way, phenomenal comeback against UCLA. So, thank you very much. It was going to be a big game, but Colorado did lose before the uh, USC kicked off. But they still came out and undefeated. The only undefeated team to come out of the Pac-12. SEC, Bama versus Florida. Bama coming off with a, you know, very easy win. Uh, but, you know, Florida with the upset loss last week to LSU. FYI, you still cannot throw shoes at the opposing players during a football game. So I just want to remind Florida of that lovely incident on Saturday. Big Ten, uh, the 5-0 Ohio State Buckeyes will be playing Northwestern. That will be a landslide for Ohio State. Why? Because it's Ohio State and they are favored by 21 points. Though we saw them favored 21 points against Indiana and just won by a touchdown. But then again, Northwestern is not that good in comparison to uh, Ohio State. I kind of forgot who I was talking about. My apologies. And then finally, the Big 12. Iowa, Iowa State versus Oklahoma. 
That'll be a good game as well. We'll see what happens. Oklahoma last year going to the playoff or going to the four playoffs, eventually losing to the champions, uh, LSU Tigers. I was really hoping last year Oklahoma would do something, but who knows. And then this week they'll do an update on the college football playoffs. Where will each team be? Who's going to be where? I think a lot of people are excited for the Notre Dame uh, Clemson game because guess who's going to be back for this game this time? Trevor Lawrence. And who wasn't there the last time when this game went into overtime? Trevor Lawrence. So this has already gotten written primetime game. Not only that, this is the ACC championship. Number, oh sorry, according to the football playoff rankings, Bama still won, Notre Dame's two, Clemson is the third team, and Ohio State's sitting on four, looking like they will probably make it due to the Big Ten giving them the lovely pass to the championship. So, right now we're going to possibly see a preview of the two seed and three seed of the playoffs, and we will definitely see them battle it out. So, this year, for football fans, if you're a Notre Dame fan and a Clemson fan, you're potentially going to be seeing them face each other three times. Three times. So that's definitely money for uh, college football when you have these two teams facing against each other. Listen, Bama's probably going to be finishing number one. Ohio will probably finish four. Now, within regards to what else is happening in the NCAA, that's uh, probably going to be it for the playoffs. So we're probably just going to see maybe a team move up and down. Maybe. It's hard to say. But we will definitely see what happens this weekend when it's title game weekend. I'm hoping for a USCW versus Oregon. I am. I would have been happy to see them play Washington. But we will see what USC does. Will they actually crack into the top ten into uh, for the playoffs? I hope, but it all matters what they do with a win. So, good luck to them this weekend. I'm hoping for a W. So, I hopefully hope that everyone enjoyed the show today. Lots of stuff happening this past weekend. Lots of stuff coming up this week in the world of sports. It's going to be busy in the world of football this weekend. With all the title games going on, plus Saturday, Sunday, Monday for NFL. So, it's going to be big. As well as the final preseason games this week, or final preseason games this week for the NBA. Because as you know, next Tuesday, the NBA is back. And the world is going to be happy about that. So, um, just to recap, I'm officially 50-20 and 20 on the NFL season. Going 4-1 and one this past weekend. Lots of title games. Looking, for, looking forward to the Power 5 games this weekend. And, you know what, I'm happy with the Raptors and their playoffs. So, it's going to be interesting Friday night and recapping it on Saturday's show. The Heat and the Raptors. And then now, updates to the podcast. I've already talked about how Friday shows are no longer there. I'll be combining with my Saturdays. But as you know, I was currently on iHeart, or not on uh, iHeart. I am currently on TuneIn Radio, Spotify, as well. I will just confirm my other one, too, because I was just on that there. So I am on Spotify. I'm on Podcast Addict, and I'm on TuneIn. Now, who has been added? iHeartRadio. So now I'm available on iHeartRadio as well. So the podcast is growing. I'm expanding, hopefully to be on some other ones as well. But so just a reminder to find my podcast. You can always find it on TuneIn Radio, Spotify, now iHeartRadio, as well as Podcast Addicts as well. 
So that's the show for today. Uh, Wednesday, I will recap some more games in the NBA as well as what's going on in the world of sports. Preview of Thursday night football. Let me just double check to see who is playing on Thursday night football. So my apologies if I had slacked off today. Chargers and the Raiders on Thursday. Then we got the Bills and Broncos on Saturday. And then the Packers and Panthers on Saturday night. So... This is going to be a great weekend for the NFL, or a great weekend for football if you're a fan. So you got Thursday, Saturday, two games on Saturday. You're loving games on Sunday, and then Monday night football as well, plus college football games too. It's title weekend. So lots of stuff to cover uh, this weekend. Oh, and just remember Saturdays, my picks, as well as my rankings, and then next Monday I will be doing my predictions for the Western and Eastern Conference Final. Thank you for listening to the show today. I hope everyone enjoys their Monday. This is the Draining Jimmy's Podcast.